Welcome to Leaders Who Celebrate. My name is Pamela Bacallion, marketing veteran turned mindfulness teacher. Thanks for joining Chloe, Jerry, Kavita, Martika, and I while we have candid conversations on leadership, mindfulness, and everything in between. Let's get started. This is episode number three, What Sexuality Teaches Us About Leadership. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that made me. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Okay, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. What about sex? We left the best for the for the last. Like this is the last episode recording. I don't know when it will air, guys, but we we've been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah. What about sex? Yeah. What about sex, Jerry? But why Jerry though? <laughs> I, don't know. I love talking about sex. I, I did not know. Okay, so let's let's maybe frame it because if we're gonna use the you know say sex, there's so much we can tackle. So yes. um how does it apply to leadership? It is a conductive energy source. Mm. So sex as a conductive energy source to leadership. I agree. So it's a question, is sex a conductive energy source? It can be. It can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Look at you. I think it sparks you up and it gives you drive. Actually, um, okay, so What I think, gives you drive? Yeah, I miss sex. I'm, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I All something. right. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, let's put it back on track. But there's so, just one energy, though. There's not, we don't have, like, different energies. Well, if we go with the chakras, we have, like, different energy sources. No, I mean, in a sense that, but in the end, it's just, like, you know what I mean? It taps and, you into source. Yeah. So, I like, I keep saying, because I just read the book, Think and Grow Rich, and they go through um, the most powerful types of energy that we have as human beings and sexuality being the, the most powerful one of them all. And in the book, it states that Men, why they're more successful later on in their lives, like around the 40 mark, is because mm -hmm. they finally come to the maturity of handling their sexuality, probably because it decreases at around that age. And they're able to channel it through their work and creativity much more effectively than before. So what the book is essentially saying is that if we're able to really hone in on that energy source, sexuality, mm -hmm. and put it into our creative and divorce, that we can really create amazing things because it's the biggest driving force of human being. Hmm. So taking that sexual energy, meaning if you're horny, uh, <laughs> focus on your work, so you'll be better at work when you're horny? No, but like that, that is... I'm kidding. <laughs> no, when you're horny, no, after you have sex. After? Yeah. So you have sex and after you have sex, that, you can that work. lingering I feeling? That. I just want to sleep. Not right what is that? Okay, okay. I know the whole because how it's gonna come across in the podcast is gonna go horrible. Just start over. What were you asking, Terry? No, because I said because you said that you don't have energy when you like you want to sleep. Yeah. And then I said, well, actually, when I'm done, it gives me more energy. Yeah. And then you said, well, round two, on... ding, ding, ding. And then you said, it depends on how long it lasted. So I, what I want to know is what you're trying to say. 
point I asked a question. I said, like, yeah, it depends how long it lasts. Like, you don't you, know, if, if you've been going, shut up. She can go for hours. Shut up. No wonder she's the This is out of context from, like, the energy. You want to start over? Yeah. <laughs> start so over? I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious about what you were saying. Like, so <laughs> how does someone, like, how does, using a man as an example, how would a man hone in on that energy earlier, let's say, in his went at his you know peak um in like his 30s let's say yeah like how i am not sure how but like mm-hmm. i know some people that went through periods of celibacy we've talked about this in another episode so that, that would can, be me yeah and yes. me too yeah you talked me. about so that was six it years. i've you know heard entrepreneurs talk about this as well and it's really to be able to channel that sexual energy which is the biggest driving force of human beings into really be, not being able to control it, but really being able to, I guess, like channel it in a way that's going to yeah. be super effective. For well, where focus goes, energy flows, right? And so if you're focusing on, on, yeah. on dick. Thanks, Chloe. <laughs> but that, that, that's why when I, when we say uh, with different energy, the sexual being one, in my head, it's as if we have one energy and then we channel it differently. As opposed to we have different types of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and but it's, just... it's a driving force. Maybe that's not the correct term, energy, mm-hmm. but a driving force. Okay. So see, fear is a driving force. force. Okay. Sexuality yes. okay. is a driving force. So now I see what you mean as far as sex being one of the driving forces. Well, um, for me, when we talked about celibacy, it, it lasted six years. I had no plans to make it last that long, um, but it did. It just and yeah, you know, shit happened. Wait, happens. can I ask you a question? Yes. Were you having orgasms during these six years, or were you, or were you just not having sex? Thank God for Chloe. I didn't. Well, <laughs> I didn't it's take that question. Um, no, no, nothing. No orgasms. No, at all. I didn't at all. I didn't want to. I did not want to um, feed that force i did not want to put attention on it and i felt that um there's more to life there's other things that i can enjoy um i i ate i started eating when i first started i was i was i had a hard time because it was tough for me because you know you go from wanting to have sex multiple multiple times a day to nothing so like, you know, anything else, if you're taking drugs, like you're like, oh my God, I need something. And then I was eating a lot. Um, and then at one point it kind of regulated and it's just, I just decided to focus on other things, you know, and connect with my other senses and, um, so use that, that driving force. Hence yeah. And, and connect with different senses and, um, understand my relationship with food, um, uh, my relationship with music, with people. And it's just, and I had to find myself also through the process <laughs> Love your face. I wish you guys could see close. Um, but just get, build and work on my relationship, especially my relationship with men. Um, and at one point, it was just too present in my life. I felt like in my head, that's all I had to offer, especially in a relationship, because I've 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 taken the time to perfect my skills, and I was I was convinced that that's what I had to offer. So for me, and there's no point in saying what I think. It's just might as well just show you what I can do and get you hooked. Mm-hmm. How do we perfect our skills? <laughs> and it, it just becomes unhealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it becomes unhealthy. So at one point I stopped and yeah, so right now because um, once you stop and then you go back to being active, your whole relationship with sex changes because like you said, the driving force is the force. I control it as opposed to it controlling me mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. So now I know when to to tap into it and how I can 
That's powerful. I, I, I live with it, but it just doesn't. And I and I notice some people that haven't done the work, they're obsessed with it. They're yeah. like, oh my God, I didn't have it, it for two days. I can't yeah. function. And I'm just super calm. Like, I know I'll have it eventually. I don't care. I but don't it's just how I feel working on that. In this context or any other context. Controlling the force, you mean? Wouldn't you say it's more like an awareness and, and an acceptance of it versus a controlling of it? Well, I like the word acceptance because that feeling, you know, yeah. when we say we're horny, we want to have sex, we all, we automatically want to release. Mm-hmm. We automatically want to get yeah. rid of it. How about living with it for yeah. a few days? It's actually cool. I don't know. I feel it like it goes it's... with all other forms of, of emotions and energies, like being yeah. comfortable sitting with it. Definitely. Yeah. What if you're, you're not feeling sexual and you want to tap into it? Ooh, that's a good one. Wow. If sorry, say that again. What if you're, you're not, not feeling, feeling sexual, sexual and you want to tap into it, or you're you're changing and you're like, how come? See, I don't but why mean... why don't you feel sexual though? You know, sometimes it without without sounding like a therapy session. But is there a reason why it stops? Why, you know, and sometimes there's a few elements that would trigger that. And then you have to look into these elements and to see, you know, how can you get back to... It's not so um, much why don't don't you want to be sexual anymore, but what is causing you to not want to be sexual anymore once you figure that out? Because we are, because we just are. But then if you go through a period where, like, you don't feel like it, you don't feel like you have that... Um, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just thinking because we're talking about like so it's you like there there's controlling it on one side. That's what I'm trying to. So I can I I feel like I can identify with I feel like I can identify with both sides because I've gone through periods where I'm like feel like very sexual and then not at all. Mm-hmm. But it comes and goes without me really doing the work, which it, so that's why when you're saying it in a way that's but you're like also I can, in a monogamous steady relationship. So that's quite different from someone who's single and yeah mm-hmm. like a lion in the savanna hunting. So it makes sorry. You look- it's like you're lurking and you're hunting. It's a complete different... Right. But there's yeah. different, too. Like, I think there's being and feeling sexual. And then, like uh, Jerry was saying, being aware of that sexual energy. It's not the same thing. We're talking about two separate things here. Yeah, I think so. Because I was thinking about it more like um, how that how this relates to what you were talking about. Like, using it in your work or in other areas of your life, tapping into that energy. Yeah. So if you're generally not, if you're not feeling sexual, then how would you tap into that? Not in the, you know, before tapping, I would go by tracking it, honestly, like start by, 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 by observing the, the cycle. cycles. Because, <laughs> because there is a cycle to mm-hmm. any, anything in us. Mm-hmm. And, and you might seem, we had this conversation about something feeling like it's showing up again and again. And why are you feeling it now? Maybe if you track it, you will notice that it's just the way your body is. Like you're ovulating or yeah. your body is mourning the fact that you didn't yeah. you didn't um, fertilize the egg that you're having. Like those drops in hormones or raises in hormones completely changes how you feel about sex or no sex or you or, or whatever. Or even yeah. energy in general. Like for the past two months, I've been, I, agree, I told you guys today I have energy again, but it's like, also, what, what have you lived? What have you experienced? Sometimes yeah. traveling will affect it. Sometimes the way mm-hmm. you eat. Did you decide to go on a diet? Like, did you change your diet? Like Exercising. I, yeah, like so many things have mm-hmm. an impact. So maybe by having the same type of routine, just analyzing and maybe for longer than one usual cycle because sometimes your cycle is three months. Sometimes your cycle is one month. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and we're all different in that, that realm. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think 
observing first and then that's going to give you the number one clue of where it's coming from and then you can address it if if it's not cyclical maybe it's it's environmental you know it's funny that you guys brought it up in like this context because i see it so differently personally mm-hmm. i find that sex um ignites more energy in terms of creativity or in terms of i feel like if it's not Uh, coming from a place of guilt or shame or um you know it's not coming from a negative place and it's like the right sex with the right person I think that it can propel you into more creative energy or yeah. can kind of like act as a driving force in that sense not so much like withdrawing it to use that energy somewhere else but rather having the sex kind of drives the energy and it acts as a snowball effect where it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and like yeah. if it's continuous like You know, like, you just want to love the world. I it's interesting. After, it's interesting you say that because that um, takes a negative connotation that way. Yeah, you know because mean? when I said I needed to stop, it was just getting unhealthy, and I was, you know, I didn't get into details. But definitely, when you're back, like when the mojo's back, and you're like having orgasms every day, not. Um, <laughs> so you wake you up do. the next day, and you're like, guys, life is short. Love each other. Everybody have fun. No, but da, 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 you want to do I this? Know, yes. I noticed no, that like, there was something. I feel there was something right. missing. Yeah. Like in the six years, I, it was cool. I I handled everything. You're but missing that. Yeah, that but case. you don't you don't know. And then when you you're you, you're back to being active, you're like oh. But like I said, really important. Your to, relationship is really different. important to to exactly yeah, what, you change what you're saying yeah. is that like the sex is not coming from a place of shame, guilt, forceful oh, for or sure. discomfort. It's coming from a place of love, compassion, excitement. Yes. Fun. Yeah. Some people have sex and they feel empty at the end. Yeah. I, I, I felt you're doing it for the wrong reason. I felt empty. Why am I feeling like that? Yeah. You know? But what I forgot to say about like this book, and if you guys haven't read it, it's basically the compilation of studying the men who built America, which is the Carnegie's, the Rockefellers, mm. and all that. And he also stated that behind the great successes of this man was a woman that was a driving force of it all. So maybe that was where it ties into channeling it in a healthy outlet. You know what Kavita was actually asking, and actually it's a good question, because at one point for someone who's listening to us and saying, okay, that energy and then putting into the workforce in work and being successful, what does that mean? How does it translate? Are you more confident? That's why I don't agree with it. Because I believe in also seduction, especially with work. With uh, if you have your business, you, you try to get people in. As far as your clients, you want it's seduction. You have to be appealing. Yeah. So how does it translate once you are in that zone? How are you as a person, and what do you be? You're more confident. What is it so that people can um, understand what it means in real life to be in that zone? You know what I mean. I honestly I'm, think I'm gonna. I might disagree with thinking. I, I think. It's not, if we're going to talk energy or driving force, energy is energy. Energy breeds energy breeds energy. If you're, you know, if you're fueling, if you're doing things, you can have sex in a way that is fueling your energy and you can have sex in a way that it is depleting you. Definitely. Um, and for me, you know, the, the only thing that really matters is energy. I was watching the Heal documentary like two weekends ago and please, if you guys are listening. The what? Heal documentary on Netflix. It's free. If you haven't watched it. I just it, watched it. It's awesome. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, there's a portion where um, I think it's an astrophysicist or something or someone that's like a scientific dude. Anyways, like he went into the details of 
what is a chair or what is a body or what is what is anything? It comes down fun- fundamentally to atoms. Yeah. Everything is energy, even this table. Our mm-hmm. perception of it is that it's yeah. a glass table that we're you know using as you know support. But at the end of the day, everything is energy. Yes, it is. And 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 what is and I have a picture on my on my vision board for this year, and it's like a man and a woman. It could be women and women, or I don't know if it works that way. But anyways, like like the communion of of the the two and the creation of of of, of a new form of seed or energy. I think that's what's interesting. I put that on my vision board too. Huh? I put it on my Is vision board. Is it that that uh, that painting like of the two? And- well, I have yeah, a body coming together. It's the first time I allow myself to actually put that on it's, the vision board because at first, you know, when you you think of wanting to connect with uh, another soul, and yeah. you just sometimes you think about it, but then you shy just to say that's that's what you want, but then. I was doing my vision, but I'm like, you know what? That's what I want, so I should just put it on there. And yeah. it was really like two bodies connecting. And every time I see it, I'm like, and oh, creating so this cool. this crazy I have tree and creating this. Tree. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have one with a tree too. It's a woman. But, I love it. Yeah, it creates this this eternity sign of of you know of flow mm-hmm. of this you know yeah. this activation of energy. I don't know. This is giving me so much anxiety. <laughs> Why? Cause like I don't wanna I don't wanna merge with someone. No, I wanna merging. just like yo, can we get arm legs apart? Like you're not. It's not about like it's not about it's not about merging <laughs> because you have two entities, but the two, uh, the communion of both or the the the. I don't know. Yeah, it's the for me the word the word I'm gonna use. Your identity is your identity. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, talking about identity. Still... We're talking about oh, whether just... you like it or not. When you're having sex with a guy, you're 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 converging. Yeah. I mean, if you're not it wearing the condom, the DNA is gonna stay in your body. You're exchanging. How long does it stay in your body? I'm not sure. 126 days. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> I shared it in another episode. If I'm not mistaken, I'm know. curious. We yeah, talked, we talked about this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How long does it stay? The 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 DNA stays within your body for a while. And in terms of pheromones, like this is another level of something else. Like a woman, like once she's had sex, it's like two to two to three weeks for her to get over the like. The pheromones, the whatever polarity, yeah. and a guy is like twenty four hours, and the guy's twenty four hours, and that just fits the model of another mm-hmm. episode where we're talking where they need to rep- they're there to reproduce. We're here to carry. We can't, you know, if we've mm-hmm. been seated in a very like mm-hmm. <laughs> in a very <laughs> if we've been seated, mm-hmm. uh, we're ready to procreate. So he needs to move on, but we need to hold it right. So and not find another mate or continue procreating with the same so that we can bear the fruit of it goes back here we're talking very physical like uh like uh how am i gonna say trees and honeybees trees and honeybees honeybees. we're not even talking about like relationships and whatnot Mm -hmm. we're just talking like basic energy stuff but yeah energy is energy jared i don't know what do you think jared energy well the same thing for me you know for me it's just an energy and um Knowing how to uh, be aware of what, you know, how powerful we are and the kind of energy we can um, put out there. And to me, it's it's just one energy. It's like, and then you you channel it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely by being more active, you have, you know, because at the end, if it's in, in, a perf- in a good setting and it makes you happy, like you're happier. So 
all of this, you know, it's like the law of attraction, you attract other stuff and then you, you become magnetic and it's just, no, we are magnetic, period. Um, but I find that in the workplace as a leader, as I say, for instance, you have, we all have companies and then as a leader, what do you do with that energy? Because some people have a very strong sexual energy, especially with women or guys, and you come into and you have like a, a group of people in front of you. You're not trying to flirt. You're not. Trying, but then that energy is there, right? So how do you how do you work with that without coming off as someone who's flirting, uh, being disrespectful, or trying to be ashamed of that energy? Because I find that a lot of sometimes a lot of times women um, they're uncomfortable with that because they have that energy. Mm-hmm. Some of them are not even aware. And guys or girls are just constantly going after them, like, oh my God, you're but then it's like, listen, it's I am who I am. Like, why do you have to go after me and, and feel like I'm a sexual object when I'm just trying to be me, you know? Yeah. So how do you work with that? Cause that person's not even aware of what they're projecting in a way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women are ashamed of that. And at one point they try to hide and they try to act like, you know, but I just find that it's just it's unfortunate when people are and shame are something that are like in today's society, like, even talking about masturbation. <gasps> I said the word masturbation. <laughs> yeah. It's seriously, like... It's not that serious. Maybe not for you. For certain, you know... Yeah, I'm the one saying it. For me, it's not that serious. <laughs> I know, but for some people, just saying, you know, the word masturbation. You know, people like, oh my God, you know, like... I'm not around those people. (laughs) (laughs) They don't exist. (laughs) But I think the word shame comes up, like with everything you're saying. Shame Mm -hmm. is such as something that's very linked to sexuality because Mm of the doctrine of church or whatever religion you've been on. Like all of these things have like shamed us into so many beliefs and understandings. And when you look at it, it's just honeys and bees. It is. Mm. Um, in the in the work setting, like I think mm-hmm. what plays a role for me for sure is that because I'm in a long term relationship, I feel like I can use my sexuality and I speak to a lot of men and I can be very playful in a way that I I, I feel comfortable with it. But if I wasn't single, I would be far more aware of the way I'm if coming off. Single. If I was single. Okay, you'd be more aware. I'd be so because very, you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, I'm just being. I can do. Yeah, I feel okay. far more comfortable just being like whoever I want and really being able to be myself and playful and fun. But I would be uh, more conscious of that if I was single and like available. You wouldn't want to come out, I, yeah. come off as someone who. Yeah, because I know you can't hit on me. I know, like I, I know I'm not attracted to you like it's, well they can hit on you it's just that you know i don't care yes. yeah <laughs> but that goes back to something you were saying earlier that's what i meant i think it, it, you guys didn't understand it because you are ha- you have a you know uh an exclusive partner you are your sexual needs are different from someone who's mm-hmm. like who's hunting because that, they don't get it. it like you want it it's there for you like it's not something you have to put an effort in mm-hmm. or that's what i mean i'm right very- or whatever I'm you very aware if you want like we're not declining shit here like yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing to decline some of us here decline because yeah. it's too much you know like maybe That's one day you'll we'll go back to that room but uh, not not naming anyone here <laughs> no it's just I'm very aware of it because like sometimes I'm, I'm doing something I'm like wow I'm like I wouldn't have said that if I was single right now because I wouldn't want to yeah. give off this impression so I'm very aware of like 
Which is interesting. I think it's interesting that you do that while you're in a relationship because some people would do the contrary. Mm-hmm. Because they're single, they're more open. And I was like, you know, I'll say whatever I want, whatever. And if I can catch one or two, that's great. <laughs> but now that one or two, I said it. But in a relationship, some people would be like, oh my God, because I'm in a relationship, let me not act this way. Let me not, no eye contact, mm-hmm. no flirting, no this, because I don't want to create that setting. So that yeah, people, that's in, that is interesting. It's interesting that in, you do that. I feel I like I can be, be I feel like I can be the opposite way. Like if I was in a relationship and I was doing your job, I feel like I would be what you're describing. Like, like I would be can. super careful because I'm in a relationship. And if I was more single, then I would be more lenient with the way I speak because I'm single. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah okay. no, I'm, I agree with Kitty. I think that, yeah. I'm very, I love that you I too? can be. Yeah, you're more I feel like. like like, like don't touch this. this. Yeah, like, and I, yeah, I get to really uh, just be okay. my, be myself. But the, the other person doesn't know that because they don't know you're single. But you say you that know. you don't play that card. Anymore. Either way, I think it's, I think it's fascinating hmm. how it's the, the mind. <laughs> it is in your mind, isn't it? Isn't it fascinating how it's your perspective of a situation which mm-hmm. is exactly the same, but yeah. Um, doesn't like <laughs> it's, it's. It's amazing how the mind will transform a situation into something. It's yeah, so it's whatever that, you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's yeah, it's whatever you want it to be. And I find like even what if what if for example, if so, what you're saying versus what who was saying Chloe. Chloe. So so if you're single and you're being subconscious, don't you think that a guy wouldn't see you for what you are and would like be less attracted to you, as opposed to you feeling so free? Huh? Well, could you repeat that? I feel I get more like hit on, or hit on when, I'm in, when I'm in a relationship. Exactly because you're being, well, because you're, like, you're being, you're comfortable, you're, and and you're you're, so you're active, yeah. you're active. So they oh, yeah. smell People it. People can pick up on um, that. They smell it. The pheromones like yeah, you've you're been not, active. Like yeah. we're, we're hunting. <laughs> men are hunting. <laughs> like I, yeah. I feel it. So for me, and and that, that extra, you know, that extra thing you got when you're in love, in a relationship, like. So a bit contagious and people are attracted to that so definitely mm-hmm. build some energy. yeah and they're people are attracted energy. to that because you're fusing energy yeah that's cool definitely i think that's the closing note for this episode <laughs>